Good day, mate. I'm Delta. Here to talk about. <laughs> oh man, that was good. <laughs> Should I leave that in? Uh, hello, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here on the Boink Network Discord server. Today is November 6th, 2020. We're going to talk about some news, we're going to talk about some Boink Workshop stuff, we're going to talk about some other stuff too if we feel like it. Hey, well, Delta's not here, we can do whatever we want. Dad's out, he's, he's out He's out shopping for, for teas, um, and, and, and he's going to get, get a lot more. He already finished all his teas. <laughs> Can do whatever we want. Chat's already going crazy. Uh, <laughs> apparently, some people are drinking tea in honor of Delta, not knowing that he wasn't going to be here, but definitely giving him the respect he deserves. Me, I'm drinking delicious coffee this week. Uh, Random Daz has tea. Koshi has tea. Um, I have cough tea. Uh, Sack Pop says, long live whiskey. <laughs> Folk points out that when I'm not here, Delta's saying that we can do whatever we want. When Delta's not here, I'm saying we can do whatever we want. No, that's not how logic works. It doesn't mean that we can do whatever we want always, does it? I don't know. It's daylight savings week, so everyone's thrown for a loop. Uh, Toastone's got red wine. Uh, Daz has tea with milk and sugar. I thought you just said you're drinking milk and sugar. And I was very concerned for for a second. Um, hey, whoa, oh, whoa. <laughs> it's drinking water. Uh, Crunchy Haggis has rocking tea in a Star Trek temp-changing cup. Oh, man, do, like, the nacelles light up when it gets hot or something? That sounds wonderful. Uh, nobody has wine and tea. Why is everyone telling me your beverages this week but no other weeks? Is it just because Delta's not here and he's going to be super jealous when he hears that everyone had a beverage this week? Foxy had cider. <laughs> uh, oh, Crunchy Haggis says the the cup changes. Says the beam change. They beam from the transporter to the planet. Ah, oh, the people move on the cup. That's really cool. That's <laughs> so clever. All right. Um, flaming Flaming O'Wrangler says he's drinking knockoff sparkling water called Bubbly. Um, <laughs> basically. Uh, Koshi had, has been, you're now just saying everything you drank today. They had Slovenian beer earlier. Uh, <laughs> they had, they said something earlier, uh, that I just skipped past. They had Riesling earlier. Um, what's an egg cat? Is that like eggnog? <laughs> oh, the egg cat image. The, the cat balancing an egg. <laughs> uh, I remember you guys now. Oh, man. Minecraft at home. What a boink project. Love you guys. Um, <laughs> nog is not what you... Oh, you squeeze nog from the cat. Now I get it. That's how you make eggnog. Anyway, boink, right? Um, <laughs> we got a, a little news for you. Not the least important of which... I said that right. Is the boink virtual workshop is still being underweighed. We're still putting this thing together. Uh, We're getting closer and closer. I think we figured out some of the technical aspects of it and some of the other aspects of it. It's really fun. If you want to know more, get involved in developing it and organizing it by reaching out to me, your friendly Jay Ringo. It's me, Ringo. Um, And I'll put you where you need to go. Uh, We could use any help that anyone wants to offer. You get to uh, help organize an event, a fairly large event, with a group of passionate and wonderful people 
who are doing wonderful things with Boink, which is an open source software and network, uh, including or in, incorporating uh, entities and individuals, entities like CERN and IBM and the Minecraft at Home folks and uh, Berkeley universities around uh, around the world. Um, it, it's just a wonderful resume builder. You get to do. Um, I mean, if you just contribute to Boink, you get to do engineering, like software engineering. You get to do, uh, if you contribute to the workshop, you get to do graphics design, you get to do organizing, you get to uh, just help out and get some experience doing some really cool stuff. But you're doing it with a Boink. How cool is that? Boink has been around since 1999, funded by NSF, and it's been around for over 20 years at this point. Um, people would love to see that. Oh, what a cool cup. It is the original series, though, so I don't know how much I like it. Oh, sick burn, sick burn. Um, other news coming out of Boink. We've got some project news for you. SR Base. Delta would normally do this one. I'm going to have to try. I don't know what the heck it says, but I'm just going to read it. <laughs> 14th of October. Vaughn, a member of the team AMD users, found the last prime for Base R182. The prime 43 times 182 to the 502, 611 thousandths to the negative one power <laughs> has 1,135,939 digits and has been entered into Chris Caldwell's book. That's a big name. That's a, that's a big prime. That's a big number. That's an SR-based project for you. Cryptography. And cryptography is based on math. So a lot of these projects, knowing more prime numbers, doing Colas conjecture, doing like Moo Wrapper and, and all this stuff, it can all be tied into cryptography if you try. Uh, but really, when you think about it, math is the language of the universe and science is the observation of the universe. So you have to be able to talk about what you're looking at. So without math, there is no science. Uh, it, that's what it comes down to. An example I like to use is uh, we have computers because some crazy person did a bunch of random, seemingly obscure and useless math in the 1800s. Uh, and because of that seemingly useless math in the 1800s, we were able to develop a microprocessor. Um, and Melk, I think, expresses a sentiment that most of us hold. <laughs> I respect math as language of everything, but I do not understand it much. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> but I do know it's important, and it is fun saying or trying to say these prime numbers. All right. <laughs> Other news. There's more people talking about math in the chat. We're going to leave it be. Uh, coming from Rosetta at home. Um, they are thanking everyone who's contributed to the project so far, and they're reminding people that there's going to be periods of downtime when they're preparing for future large-scale batches of jobs and analyzing results. Uh, Rosetta at Home, coming from the Institute of Protein Design and the University of Washington, uh, doing some great work on COVID and other proteins, foldings. Um, and feel free to throw protein names in the chat here, and I will try my best to pronounce them for some good time. Um, Oh, Vogue says there's some news here from Minecraft at home in the chat. It says there's a couple new projects coming pretty soon. Looking forward to that. I can't, I'm always amazed at how you guys somehow figure out to, or always figure out how to use Boink for Minecraft. Like, I, I don't get it. But you're creative sons of bitches over there. Sorry for the swears. 
it's it's really fun to watch and it's inspiring the way you guys use blink am i have i crushed on you guys hard enough yet he says perhaps more tall cacti cool 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 um and when you are working on these projects like minecraft at home or rosetta at home which will have a lot of work complete a task or a project and then not have work for a little bit explore the blinkiverse which is, I think, the coining of that word, which stands for Boink Universe. And, you know, see what else is out there and try another project. And then once your your favorite Boink project has some work, get back in there and do it. Um, oh, crap. Melk has posted a, a protein for me to try to pronounce. It's called Dristroph... D- damn it. Dystrophin? I think that's right, Dystrophin. For those wondering, Dystrophin is a rod-shaped cytoplasmic protein and is a vital protein part of protein complex of a protein complex that connects the cytoskeleton of a muscle fiber to the surrounding extracellular matrix through the cell membrane. Um, That's not real. This is not real. Sackpop posts that there is a protein called Sonic Hedgehog. Sonic Hedgehog (laughs) is a protein that in humans is encoded by the SHH gene. It is the best studied uh, a ligand of the hedgehog signaling pathway, others being desert hedgehog and Indian hedgehog. It plays a key role <laughs> in the development of animals from insects to mammals. Is this a real thing? Am I getting trolled right now? Sackpop <laughs> uh, uh, says it's real. 22T says it's on Wikipedia. It has to be real, which to me sounds like something a troll would say. Um, but we'll continue. <laughs> More news. And this is coming out of World Community Grids Africa Rainfall Project. Uh, there, um, there, there was a student who was working on the project who has completed their stuff and has left. And their uh, project heads are looking over the work. And also the head of the project, Professor Nick Van de Giesen. Giesen? Giesen? I think he's Dutch. So I don't know how to pronounce that. G-I-E-S-E-N. Uh, we'll be presenting at two virtual conferences before the end of 2020. How cool is that? Both of them, both of the presentations will be on Africa Rainfall Project. Uh, World Community Grid is an umbrella project, so they have a whole bunch of them. You probably hear us talk about them a lot. Oh, us. Delta. I miss Delta. But they talk about <laughs> they do crunching or smashing childhood cancer. Um, Stop Zika, open pandemics, that sort of thing. Uh, more news, more news. Uh, there is some news coming out of SETI at home, but it is far too complex for me to uh, condense into a sentence or two. Basically, they were trying to look for something, and they failed because the algorithm wasn't correct. I think that's what I got out of it. <laughs> so... Cool, cool, cool. It's good to see stuff coming out of SETI at home, which recently stopped sending out work units, but is continuing to sift through the data to try and find some some things. And who knows, maybe aliens. Um, but that's that. Random Dad says he won't be happening until an alien walks out of the SETI headquarters. Um, well, buy me an alien costume, and I'll see you at SETI headquarters. Uh, but that is all the news I've got this week. Uh, oh, Arecibo. Thank you, Milk. Milk posts an uh, uh, article here on Arecibo. Arecibo just got demolished accidentally because I think like a cable snapped or something and a lot of it fell apart. And they're asking for $10.5 million for uh, repairs. 
that's a lot of money for a big old satellite. I also read something on the Kepler telescope. Is, is that the, no, 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 no. As we all know, to get people interested in science, because David Getty, who created SETI, no, who created SETI at home. Yes, David Getty created SETI at home, was um, nostalgic in, in Apollo um, missions and how the Apollo. So, yeah, uh, excuse the cut, but we're going to try and pick up where we left off. So David Getty was all nostalgic about <laughs> the Apollo missions and getting people into science. So he made SETI because aliens and aliens would get people into science and it worked. And, and then uh, and then what happened? <laughs> all right. Then out of SETI comes Boink and uh, and people get into science and kind of peter off. And it's kind of like the problem with uh, Boink is getting user attention. And, you know, we were going to talk this week about the problems of gamification, but sad Delta's not here. So maybe we'll do it next week. This is the super rushed version of what we didn't catch on the recording because we talked for 15 minutes without Craig. <laughs> so uh, the problems of gaming gamification being user retention, right? Because games only have certain number of hours of playtime where it's fun. Um, but yeah, so then the Hubble goes up. Actually, the Hubble went up before Boink, right? I don't know when the Hubble went up. But the Hubble was a great telescope that got a lot of really cool pictures, got people really excited about space and science. Yeah, Hubble went up in the 80s, way before. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of interesting things about Hubble that was just very good narrative, good storytelling. Um, uh, the engineering involved in fixing its mirror problem because there was a uh, 150th of a uh, the width of a hair problem with the the way the mirror was was polished essentially and they had to go up and fix that and it was like the super expensive telescope that's having a lot of problems uh, but they go up and they do it and then the pictures they get back are just beautiful and it gets people interested in science again not to the same level as the Apollo missions but still interested in science. Uh, and now it's like the James Webb Telescope is going to do the same thing. It's going to go up there. It's going to get some even more beautiful pictures of some more interesting stuff out there in space. And people are going to look at it and be like, oh, my God, look at that. That's so cool. I want to do that. And then they're going to come and they're going to crunch boink. They're going to find some tall cacti. Uh, <laughs> so that is a very rushed version of what we were just talking about for 10 minutes in the chat. And we, we talked a lot about a lot of other really fun stuff but really we're gonna be back next week um talking about more boink stuff boink being this thing that gets people into science gets them excited about what <laughs> uh whatever they're crunching on whether it's a medical project or, or a math project or a physics project or or a minecraft project minecraft at home man uh it's great so join us next week at 5, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern here on the Boink Network Discord server. We'll be having a jolly good time drinking some beverages.